Hey, 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 welcome to the fourth season of Activate, a podcast consisting of purposeful conversations aimed at encouraging listeners to embrace both the beauty and chaos of life. Through laughter, tears, and brutally honest confessions, each episode will culminate with a call to action, offering tangible ways for listeners to not only strive for, but to become the best version of themselves. I'm Steph. And I'm KB. Steph is a certified holistic wellness and gut health specialist who has dedicated 10 years of her life to building multiple six-figure businesses online. And KB is a former network marketing hater turned top leader in her industry. She is a certified life coach helping women to get unstuck from the same chains that once held her back. Together, we have built a thriving business by helping incredible women just like you level up in their health and wealth, all while staying rooted in Christ. Thank you for being here. Let's do this. Hey, 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 Activators. Happy Monday. I am excited. Today, I have my friend Liz Garvey on the podcast. Liz and I, gosh, we've probably known each other for about three years now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, Liz, I'm so excited that you're here. I just want to first acknowledge you for being just a truth teller, um, standing firm in your convictions, um, just showing up as the wife and mother that you are. I love that about you so much. Uh, The servant leader that you are. Um, You're truly just such an inspiration to me and it's an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I I feel almost like when you asked me, I was like, oh my gosh, me? Little old me? What am I going to talk about? (laughs) And then we discovered there were so many different things we could talk about. So there are so many things we could talk about. so but many thank you. thank you for having me on. I'm yes. Really thank you for making the time. I know it's hard. It's summer. There are children everywhere. Uh, I just did a poll on my, my Instagram yesterday. Like, are you like, let's get these kids back in school? Or are you like, I'd never send them back if I didn't have to? Where are you at? Uh, I literally just said this to my husband yesterday. I was like, I need a break from them. <laughs> but then when I take a break, I feel guilty. And I feel I like know. I'm a bad mom for wanting a break from them. It's, you know, you only have them for so long. And I for how many summers, they say, I'm really right now, I'm in the middle. I love having them around. But then there are just certain days where I'm like, get me out of here. I think that's every mom. <laughs> and I think <clears throat> I'm only, I never want to send them back to school because somehow I have, I think after having basically triplets because our three older children were 18 months apart between the three of them. Mm -hmm. And it truly felt like I was, I mean, I was never getting my head above water. I just, we were outnumbered. It was so hard. There was always somebody fighting with somebody. Um, and I like, even on a snow day, I'm like, what the hell they're going to be home all day. Like I, but Asher's just such a dream. And I just like, I'm like, Oh, I really hate the, you know, carpool pick up and drop off. I, I really hate having to set an alarm in the mornings. I'm so used to just wake up when we wake up in the summer and, um, and he just doesn't like school. So that kind of makes it hard, but I feel like, um, and how he's nine, 10, he's 10. Yes. Yeah. What 10 year old boy likes school. It's true. It's true. He has, um, I don't know. Yeah. He just like, I, I think what I've figured out is one, he just lives a dream life here at home. Kid like rules the roost. Mm-hmm. Um, and we let him because he's just such a good boy. So basically There's he's never a problem. You. Right, right. Um, so then when he has to go to school, you know, he just doesn't, he, I don't know. He just doesn't like to have to go anywhere. And he also, there's a couple, or there's actually one teacher that is intimidating to him and kind mm-hmm. of scary. And so on the day that he has that certain class, he just, it's it, he really gets bad anxiety 
anxiety. Like he starts like being upset Wednesday night, knowing he has to go to school on mm-hmm. Thursday and like tears on Thursday morning every week on the way to school. Um, but we found out she's moved on to a new job. And so we had yes. a, little, a little celebration. <laughs> like we don't have to have hard Thursdays anymore. So um, hopefully that changes things this year. We'll oh see. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I honestly, this past year, even I almost put in the towel and I almost was about to homeschool the kids. Well, I, I think about that all the time. And yeah. I love how you, you're a mom like me, where it's just like, if he needs a day, we're taking it. Absolutely. Like he's going to have a day. I Mental just, I just 100%. And I just, I, I posted that one time too. And I got very like, kind of like mixed um, responses from parents. Like some people are just sticklers about, no, this is, you have school, you're going to yeah. school. And I'm just like, you're having a bad day. Stay home. Like, exactly. I don't know. Like, let's just love on you know, him. For the I think day. it's you and you now he's your fourth. So as mm-hmm. you get older and the more children you have, the older and wiser you become, mm-hmm. I feel totally. like you just realize like those are such tiny insignificant things in the grand scheme of their entire life. So if you let them stay home a day or two, just to like literally be in their safe space, mommy is their safe space. Like just letting them have that. It's so needed for their nervous system. Like exactly who knows what happened the day before, who knows right. what they dreamed of the night before. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's just, it's inexplainable for them because they can't put it into words, but you know, I just yeah. think it's important now. I, I used to not so be like that with my first. Yep. And as I've gotten older and of course, like you mentioned, like me just being like a truther, like I said, kind of people are surprised that I, my kids are still in the school system because I'm so against like so much, yeah. you know, like the government. And I'm just like, I just honestly, the school system itself, a lot of it, thank God who we have in our school and how our school is and the teachers, they're all incredible. Like they were all really a lot in alignment with a lot of the things that we believe. Right. So there are not, you know, we live in New York, um, obviously closer you get to the city, you're going to have a lot more things pushed onto your children in the classroom. Right. Um, we don't have any of that. Right. The Very second similar. it does happen, I will be removing them very quickly. Yep. But for the time being, I'm like, okay, God, this is where you have them. I just keep praying. Like if I am meant to homeschool, if that is the path that I'm supposed to take, like he'll make it very clear to me that it's time. Yes. So. All right, guys, before we get in the episode, I just want to talk to you about NUX Activewear. Work hard, play hard, and slay through the sweat with NUX Active. NUX Active is high-performance activewear that doesn't compromise on the chic. Located in Los Angeles, their diverse women-operated team oversees every meticulous detail of the design process, from the first stitch to the last shipment. They channel Positive Planet vibes through a commitment to using the best organic fabrics and recycled materials as much as possible. NUX Active is active fashion that flexes and fits like a buttery second skin. Power through Pilates, dare to reach your hit goals, and strive for that extra rep in NUX Active. Run, don't walk over to NUXActive.com. That's N-U-X-A-C-T-I-V-E.com to check out the latest collection and energizing colorways. As a gift to you, Take 20% off your purchase with promo code ACTIVATE20 at checkout. That's ACTIVATE with a K, 20 at checkout. Make positive moves with NUX Active. New York. Yeah. So your husband is a, not that this is what we're talking about, but he's a New York City police officer. Yes. Which, wow. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, I, you have had so many stories and so many things, but I mean, it's just a lot. It's been a wild it's been a wild ride. We, we met in college. So that was back in 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, we got engaged in 2007. And at that point he was already, um, 
he was already on the job for a year. So he started in 2006. So he's actually grabbed, like he'll be done. We're retiring January, 2026. So I have like my countdown, like it's like two years, three months, however many yes. days I'm like, it's counting. Yes. Yes. The but countdown is on. Yeah. It's been a wild ride and we're just ready to be done. He's served his time. He's like just been an incredible police officer. I mean, and we're just, we're grateful for his job. We're grateful for who he is. My kids are so proud of him. You know, not everybody is, not everybody's like, you know, oh, oh, he's a cop. Oh, you know, like, mm -hmm. no, I do know. <laughs> you know, you know, the looks and the things that you say, and it's just, it, it could, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you do tell someone that you're yeah. like, in law. Sure. Which is so sad. Really. It is I mean, very sad. Really so sad. Back he's in the day, I feel like it was like, you know, they were your heroes. Like something that you're so people. proud of. Absolutely. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know, you said your dad was a cop, right? Exactly. He still is. Yeah. He still is. Yeah. yeah. So cute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he probably just like loves it so much and it's in his blood. And he's like, why would I stop? <clears throat> he's always been like wanting to be like in the middle of the action, you know, like he was, he's always mm -hmm. been like a public servant my whole life. He was on the ambulance. It was a volunteer EMS, um, you know, then it was fire department and then it was both. And then it became, you know, um, like a reserve officer. And now he's just, it's just what he loves. So, um, mm -hmm. as much as we worry and, um, he's getting older now and it's like, okay, uh, you know, um, because it's scary. It's scary to watch them, you know, go off to work every day. And even just watching him put everything, you know, putting on his bulletproof vest and putting mm -hmm. his gun and his taser. And it's just like, man, like, you know, and especially in a small town, it's a whole different thing than what, what your husband deals with, you know, in New York city. I can't even imagine. But, you know, what's funny um, is actually, I know in a lot of other, like in smaller towns, they wear their uniform and they drive out of their home and they put on the uniform at home. They drive to their precinct or I don't know, like their station yes. house, whatever you want to call it. My husband, we, we were an hour away from Manhattan. So, yeah. cause we're on Long Island. And so he wears regular clothes. My kids sometimes like the only time they really see him in his uniform is if we're, we go into the city to go see him right. or if there's like a funeral and he has to wear like his dress blues. Mm -hmm. So there's a pretty good distinction. Like, you know, the kids know because daddy's not home a lot, but at the same time, um, there's like, he, he does a really good job at keeping work stuff at work. At work. And when he comes home, he's daddy, he's husband, you know? Yeah, so it's a, it's a really good separation. I have to say, like, and I tell him that sometimes that he does a really good job. I'm like, don't let your head get too big here. <laughs> like, you do a very good job. <clears throat> ask me, do they're like, he doesn't seem like he's a cop. And I'm like, well, first of all, what does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you. Cause I agree with you. Like he's a very, he's not just like, doesn't always have to just talk about that stuff. Right. And he does not come off as an arrogant person who no. believes they're above everybody else. Cause I've met, I mean, I'm in DC. I meet a lot of law enforcement, yeah. you know, and there's definitely a, there's a type and I don't love it. Yeah. No, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't <laughs> that type. He's yes. actually, it's funny. And you, obviously you, we know each other for three years now, but like we hunt, <clears throat> we fish, like he yes. is such a country bumpkin at heart. So I love that even though we are in New York, Long Island, a lot of people have like this stigma of like city people, but we're really like, we really love the country. Life. Yes. So hopefully Lord willing, when we do retire, we hope to move down South somewhere yes. in South Carolina. So we've been loving. So we went, just went to South Carolina for the fourth. And as soon as we left, we're like looking at real estate, like, Oh yeah. my gosh, I would love it. So the only thing is the humidity. I mean, like, 
I walked out the door, my glasses fogged up, my phone fogged up, I couldn't see anything. And I'm like, okay, this is like another level. I mean, the East Coast in general is humid. And even Iowa, where I grew up, the Midwest is also humid. But I mean, that once you get down to South Carolina, it's so humid. Next, it's almost like offensive. I was yes. just there. My sister and my parents live in, in South Carolina right now. And I was just there last week. We were walking outside. It was eight o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm nauseous walking around right now. <laughs> so I was like, is something is everything okay? Am I breathing? Did I breathe in something that I'm not aware of? It was my so humid. I could not believe it. My friend's like, let's go have our coffee on the porch. And we opened the door and we're like, oh gosh, no, never mind. We're not drinking any hot liquid on that no. front porch. Like it's no, not I mean, happening. On ice. Yes. Yes. All right. So what we're really here to talk about is a couple of different things. But so what you share about so beautifully online is a lot of um, just how you choices you make in your family to keep yourselves healthy and thinking outside the box. And, um, you know, you've learned so many I don't know, swaps for like how to, Hey, we, we love this, but here's a healthier way to do it. And I think, um, you know, I'd love to hear like where that all started for you because you, you just have so much knowledge and it's so fun to watch. And I learned so much from you. Um, but I think especially, gosh, when I go back home in the Midwest, it's like this like food desert where you can only people were still making casseroles with cream of mushroom soup, you know? And like, I just like, and like they still, and I don't mean to like, I'm not trying to like stereotype the Midwest, but there's like, I just sometimes I'm appalled. Like, oh, I ate so healthy today. I had a, you know, a fat free this and a diet Coke and a, and I'm like, oh gosh, that's sad. Like, and I, you know, I think my, like Asher is like, mommy, you eat so healthy. And I think um, for me, there's this distinction that I need to start working on. And for me, what's been healthy is what is like a, I have this like gym uh, mentality, like hitting all my protein, but unfortunately I can't, I, or I haven't figured out how to do it without like adding in a protein powder or eating a protein bar. And so I need to make, those are the swaps that I need to make. Um, but I just want you to, first of all, tell us <clears throat> how this all started for you and then just share some things, like share what you've done for sure. So. I would say I was not always like this. I grew up on like, you know, your classic plastic wrapped American cheese. That's not real cheese. Yeah. <laughs> um, bologna. You know, my dad brought home candy every single night. Like I grew up on crap. Like I grew up on crap. Yep. And because of that, you know, and I didn't realize this obviously until later, my mother just thought it was puberty, but I had terrible acne, horrible mm. periods. Um, always had digestive issues, could not go to the bathroom a lot of the times. Like it was, I was a mess internally. I was a mess. And later on in life, obviously realized that a lot of that trickled into my adulthood. I had like anxiety around cooking. Um, you know, when I got married, I was like, I wanted to be able to like cook for my husband and feel like, you know, like cute little married wife. I want to like make meals and send him off to work with stuff. And I was like, I could literally make burnt chicken and like <laughs> microwaved broccoli in a bag. Well, you've come so far because no, you are people, such an inspiration. <laughs> people don't realize that they're like, you used to not cook. I'm like, yeah, I used to hate it because I didn't grow up doing it. And I had to learn that like just tackling one meal at a time, mastering it like for your family and then being like, okay, that's one for my arsenal. I'm going to, you know, let's yes. tackle another one. But before that, you know, obviously then having children, you have to take care of kids and you take care of yourself, you know. 
my husband obviously working crazy hours. He used to actually work two full-time jobs um, because I stayed home with the kids. And in order to make a living on Long Island, you have to make a lot of money. And for me to stay home was a huge sacrifice. So number one, there was a lot of stress. Stress has stress goes into diet and nutrition and just how your your overall body functions. Stress is just such a huge role. It's such a huge role in your body. Yeah. Um, and it's detrimental to your hormone balance, to your liver functioning, your adrenals, like all the things, your digestive issues. Um, so when I had my kids, I just kind of like focused more so on like, I got to feed them, got to take care of them, got to make sure, you know, I, I have food for my husband. And I really just started to neglect myself. And I didn't realize until after a while where like had headaches all the time. Um, I was bloated. Like I looked like I was pregnant couldn't go to the bathroom. Um, just so, so much brain fog. Like you could, I, I just was like, is this sleep the deprivation or mm. is this like something else? Like I thought that there was something <laughs> wrong with me. Wrong. I started getting, um, ocular migraines. I started getting, I had to go get like MRIs to make sure I didn't have like tumors in my brains. Like all of it boiled down to the fact that I was overstressed, um, under eating, undernourished. Uh, and I was so focused on everybody else except for yeah. myself. Typical mama. Typical mom, right? That's you know <clears throat> not anything new under the sun. Yep. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to start taking care of myself. I started to get some, you know, supplements, um, which not saying that's the answer, but I, what I thought was, you know, going to give me energy and what was going to be filling some gaps. Uh, I started to, you know, focus on this whole like low carb, you know, sugar free, blah, blah, blah mistake number two. And I'm sure this is also very common for a lot of women, a lot of mothers, you start to see like what's trending, what's, you know, on popping up on your newsfeed on Facebook and, and what's in magazines and da, da, da. And again, I was again, under nourishing my body. My body was just so depleted. And on top of that, when you have a baby, hold on one second, mommy's recording. What? What? I don't know what you're saying. Rip. What? Rip what? Diarrhea downstairs. Rip had diarrhea downstairs. Okay. I'll have to clean it up when I'm done. No, on the cardboard. Great. Because we could just fold the cardboard up. You getting this? You're recording this? What? I am. My friend's recording something right now. We can cut it out. But you're just going to have to just bring them outside, and then I'll clean it up in a little bit. As long as no one's down there, right? Yeah. Okay. Never a dull moment. Wonder if you ate a again. I love it. Um, okay, so you could do that's that. a great example of you know you're just being a mom. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I started getting into uh, just you know trying to take care of myself, but a lot of it was like protein bars, energy drinks. Like I was just so, I wanted energy so badly, but I was looking in all the wrong places. And a lot of it, I mean, this might, maybe this even sounds kind of silly, but so I got my, after a while, after like really just starting to dive into things and I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to cook. Like I said before, I started to like, okay, you guys like this one sheet pan dinner. This is super easy. Uh, Chicken apple sausage with raw broccoli, sweet potatoes, chop it all up drizzle some olive oil, salt and pepper, throw it on a pan, roast it at 400 degrees or 425 for like 35, 40 minutes. Boom. Everybody loves it. Great. That's one meal. I know I can put on my meal plan every single week. Right. So I was like, okay, I can do this. I started to do that one by one. I started to kind of like tackle things at the whole fit. And listen, it did take 
some like trial and error. Be like, okay, you guys didn't like that tonight. Then at least try to just eat the the sausage or just eat this, whatever it was. Um, until we, you know, kind of everybody was like happy with everything because honestly you want your kid to eat. I'm not the kind that's going to be like, okay, I'll make you five meals. I'm going to be like, no, if you're not going to eat this, go grab a piece of fruit. I'm done. Mommy's not cooking all night long. I'm not a short order cook. Yes. Um, so, you know, just kind of doing that little by little, I started becoming more interested in just nutrition in general, because I realized the, the basis, like the, the ground zero where everybody needs to start is with your whole foods. Cause I started to realize after I was like, you know, going after these like protein bars and energy drinks and all these things that were like still leaving me feeling depleted and tired and brain fogged and bloated. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. And I'm like, okay, I have to just have to go down to the basis as much as it scares me as much as it makes me uncomfortable. I feel anxious in the kitchen. I've got to do it. I've got to do it for myself. I've got to do it for my family. Um, because I, I, I never, this may be even getting off topic, but like, I never went to a doctor about it, but I'm pretty sure I had some undiagnosed postpartum mm-hmm. where the anxiety, anxiety, some nights were just crippling. You know, my emotions were all over the place. I had rage. I mean, I had, we had three kids in four years. My husband was working midnights as a cop coming home in the morning and then going to do contracting work, like with his dad, like building kitchens and bathrooms. I was alone all the time. So like wow. just <laughs> overstimulated, you know, not beating myself. I was like running on caffeine all the time. So I'm like sweating, but yet I'm like shaky because yes. caffeine <laughs> the worst feeling like literally the worst thing for a mom, but just also the worst feeling in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just started like, you know, kind of tackling little things here and there. I'm like, I, I was like, I got to change this somehow. Like I've got to do this for myself. If mommy's not happy, mommy's not able to take care of everybody. Yeah. Um, and that's, my greatest blessing. And I feel like that was like my, my biggest like life goal and responsibility was to be able to raise children, be at home and raise them fully myself, not having to like have anybody else do that. And it may not be for everybody, but it was what my husband and I both wanted. Yes. Um, so little by little did that. Um, and I wound up saying to my husband, I'm like, I really want to go get certified in nutrition. And he was like, absolutely. You, this is something you're, you're already on that path. Like keep going, just go and do it. Um, you know, I worked out like having to get a babysitter. My mother-in-law would help sometimes. And I would go in the library in between like breastfeeding my son and like, you know, just, I was like, I got to make it work. So, um, got certified in nutrition, um, and personal training. That was kind of like, whatever on like the side of it, just because I love to work out, but like, I never did. I never trained anybody. It was just, again, another passion I started to develop through just taking care of my body. Yeah. Once mommy takes care of herself and starts eating good things, mentally, she starts to feel better. And when you mentally feel better, you have more energy, you feel more clarity and motivation, you know, and those, all those happy chemicals in your body are like, Hey, let's keep moving. This feels great. You know, all those, like, it just reaffirms in your body. Like, okay, I need to keep doing this. This is, it's, it's so amazing how much can be healed from with food. Just with food alone. Just with food. food. And I think, you know, people are going to the doctor like, oh, I have that. Like I have anxiety and depression and they put you on a medicine, right? When really it's you're you're not sleeping. You're you're over caffeinating, right? You're putting. I don't ask you any of those things though. No. And it's just so um, unnerving to know that like doctors aren't even, they don't even have any sort of like training in Nutrition. They get 19 hours of nutrition training over 
five years. Or Isn't five that crazy? Years. Yes. And you're right. They don't ask you that. I've never had a doctor ask me, what are you eating? What are you putting in your body? What kind of supplements are you taking? Um, yeah, it's wild. It's it wild. Is wild. And I just started to, so, you know, getting certified in nutrition was just like, that was just like the baseline. I was even telling you the other day, um, in the fall, I'm going to be starting my course on nutritional therapy. So I'll be like a practitioner, which is really cool. Um, so exciting. Yeah, it's exciting to me because it's now been, it's now this is years later, um, yeah. after getting my nutrition certification. And that's like, to me, and you've only known me for three years, but like over the course of three years, I feel like my my desire to yeah. uncover so many more things is just, it's, it's so much further than nutrition at this point, because right. who do you know? I mean, like one out of three women have autoimmune, um, hormonal imbalances, their thyroids off, they have digestive issues. And so to me, it's, it's more so like, I'm learning so much more about how your minerals, like people are women, especially when you grow a baby in your body, you ever hear about women having teeth problems after they're pregnant yep. because their body becomes so depleted of every single mineral, the calcium, iron, zinc, magnesium, everything is just so depleted from your body that like a lot of things take a toll. Your hair falls out, your teeth all of a sudden have little micro cracks in them. Your skin is weird. So if women are not replacing and replenishing those minerals in their body, they're going to continue to have those uh, thyroid problems, um, the digestive issues, um, the hormone imbalances. And that's like where my focus is right now. And now like I have almost 18 daughter. So going into that is really tricky because I see how badly, you know, my body responded to all the garbage food back in you know, early nineties and how I suffered, but my mom, we didn't know any better back then. Right now we know better. So I always <laughs> say we knew, we know better. We do better. Mm -hmm. So I want to be able to like help my girls as they go through these stages of just get, getting rid of a lot of the endocrine disruptors that are in our home, which has to do with a lot of the forever chemicals and phthalates and parabens and fragrance. All these things are like carcinogens. Um, they're known carcinogens yet they're put into our our system. Like they're put into our personal care products, our hair care products. They're put into perfumes. I know every, every little girl out there is like all into like Bath and Body Works and they want to spray all these vanilla warm sugar, you know, remember the cucumber melon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so heck yeah. I, remember. I mean, yes. there's so many of those and they still like them now and, and little things like that where I'm just like, okay, this is like next level parenting. I've, I've reached like, you know, the level two now. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It's like even ca burning candles. Like there's so candles. many things that, that we don't even think about. And I feel like after I had Asher, I like really went, I was so crunchy. And then it's just like little by little, I kind of like let it all slide for convenience, I guess. Of course. Um, you know, like it's, it's not easy. It's not, easy. it's not. And no. even, even it's, it's so much easier now than it was even 10 years ago when I had Asher, you know, I remember mm -hmm. his first birthday I'd never given him. So he had eaten, oh, I nursed him for two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he had had like raw butter, uh, egg yolks and avocado. Like, I think that's the only thing I'd ever like let him eat at that point. Mm -hmm. And it was his first birthday. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm like searching the internet to find someone who can make me, because clearly I can't do it myself, an organic <laughs> birthday cake, fully organic birthday cake. And I send my dad on this wild goose chase to like DC 
um, to pick up this cake because I wasn't going to let him put anything in his mouth that wasn't, you know, and my family is always like, can you just have a little bite of ice cream? I'm like, no, like, they, like no, the worst will happen. Um, but then I find myself, you know, four years later, he's eating cosmic brownies and, you know, whatever mm -hmm. else. Um, yeah. He does have kind of a, a decent balance, I would say. He he likes vegetables, he you know, um, but it's tough, you know, because they're just really offered good. in the world. So mm -hmm. many things and their friends are having it. And um, of course, it's all um, colorful and, you know, looks, <laughs> you know, they want it. Um, yes, I do because it tastes good. It really does. Until you stop eating it though, because I, what I've noticed about myself is when you stop eating all that mm -hmm. stuff, you realize that whole foods are what taste good. They're yes. so delicious. You can you spot the difference. That stuff, oh my gosh. You go back to the other stuff and it's like, this is disgusting. What, like, what was that? How are you guys actually eating this? I tell them, <clears> I'm like, guys, yeah. I'm like, listen, you know, if you go to Europe, they don't even serve these things because they don't allow it. You didn't allow it. It's not, it's not an edible. It's not for it's consumption. Not, it's not yeah. for human consumption. And they're like, well, then you should just live in Europe. I'm like, yeah, I wish <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I could. Um, but so with going back to like, you know, that whole just, you know, learning how to balance out like your minerals and things like that um, with the kids too, because obviously they can want like Gatorades and they can want, you know, all these different types of foods and stuff. I'm not, I can't be a psycho about it because then my kids will resent me. Yeah. You know, that's another thing is that like, we could be us as moms, like we can try as much as we possibly can because number one, also we are the nutritional gatekeepers of our home. So we get to choose what we bring into our home, what we serve our children. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big stickler on that. I'm kind of like, if my kid whines and cries, like I want to have X, Y, Z in my house. I'm like, well, I'm not buying it. If someone else wants to buy it for you, that's fine. I'm not buying it. Yeah. You know, like kind of like giving, giving and taking a little bit there, letting them have a little bit of leeway. Um, but there are also things that we can do in our home that sometimes they don't even realize like that we're doing, you know, like, let's say, uh, like the, the quality of things, even, you know, if you're going to buy eggs, milk, and cheese, make it like high quality pasture raised organic egg, milk, and cheese. Yes. Um, you know, if you're going to get like cold cuts or if you're going to get anything that's packaged, just try to get it non GMO at least. So, you know, it's not being sprayed. Um, that's like another big thing. That's just everywhere. It feels like you can't get around it. A girlfriend of mine was just texting me from Costco and she's like, dude, I think the new term for non GMO now is called bioengineered. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's like basically the same thing on the box. Like in Costco, there are pro like products in Costco now that say contains bioengineered food, but wow. nobody turns anything around to even look at it. And I'm like, are you serious? They really say that on the boxes now? And she's like, yeah, I feel like I'm terrified to buy this food. No kidding. Yeah, almost everything says this contains bioengineered. A lot of it's like the granola or the right. cereal, like a, a lot of that stuff. Um, and sometimes it feels impossible to food shop. Like sometimes it feels like you have everything against you. But we can only do like what we can do, right? right we can just right. make the best choices possible. Um, I feel like when, you know, the kids want breakfast or they want lunch, I'm just usually trying to sneak in extra things that maybe they don't even realize. Um, like let's, for instance, if I'm going to make them a smoothie, I'll always put in like a scoop of protein powder. Um, I'll always put in maybe like you do like an eighth of a teaspoon of like spirulina or chlorella. Like those are like those antioxidant rich superfoods that help to naturally detox them, 
um, just to help their body function and naturally like help the liver actually function. And the liver obviously is filtering through a lot of the toxins that are in their body. Um, and like, you know, for lunches or dinners, if a lot of the meat out there is scary these days. So, you know, with meat, I'm trying to make sure it's like grass fed, pasture raised, um, has been hunts, thank God. And I know you too. So like we have a freezer full of meat, which I'm, I never thought that that would be something I would be so excited about, yeah. but I'm like, I haven't bought actual beef from a grocery store in over probably over a year or two. Um, which is great. It feels really good to be like self-sustained like that. And it I does, always, yeah. Right. I'm like, I wonder if we could do it one day or like, you know, I want to have chickens. We can't have chickens here, but I would love to be able to like have chickens down South one day and like have our deep freezers, yeah. you know, meat from the woods. <laughs> My husband always makes a joke that he's like, uh, we pay $22 an egg because we have chickens and it's so expensive. Like people think they're like saving money. And he's like, no, those are $22 eggs. <laughs> but point. you know where they're coming from. You know exactly. what So worth it. So worth it for us. Yeah. Um, when you actually, when you said eggs, meat and cheese or eggs, milk and cheese, it's so funny because those are things that have been villainized. Uh-huh. Somehow they tried to convince us that eating any sort of dairy, meat, eggs. Mm. Like I think whenever something is villainized like that, you need to really start asking questions. Why? Like, why Why? is it, why is it being villainized? Why are they telling you that, you know, you're, you're going to have to, you're going to get cholesterol, too high of a cholesterol from eggs. People don't realize that you're actually, you need cholesterol in your body to create sex hormones. You need cholesterol in your body. Well, it's with salt as well. Salt is something that's been so villainized. And I was so confused about salt because I love salt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like too much salt probably. (laughs) Um, But I also work out a ton and I had no idea that there's a correlation between, you know, um, hydration and salt. Mm -hmm. And so now every morning I'm adding a scoop of, you know, salt to my water and um, just things that you really... If this is something you want, like a lifestyle change you want to make, you have to really start digging for the information because it's not just there for you. You have to look for it. I mean, it is there, but what we're being taught still, Mm -hmm. I feel like is this, you know, like Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland and he's making fake meat and like, why? Why? Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. Eat eat bugs. Bugs have, bugs are good for you. Like what? Even well, number one, I don't know anyone that's really buying any of that, but I'm sure there are people. I probably just I'm sure there are Democrats that are buying. (laughs) Think about all the stuff that the farmland he's buying out. Well, we can't. We talk about the farmland that he's buying out. All the trains that are that forget how to stay on tracks nowadays. It's like trendy now, so I guess all the trains are like, "Oh, they're doing it. I gotta fall off my tracks too." Like it's just there's another one I just saw this morning happened in PA. Like it's just this is a joke at this point because they're literally trying to just destroy where we get our food from. They want to destroy farmland. And I've become, we've become so big on supporting local farms like that whole, every two weeks, you know, we can't get it in New York, but I order from, I order from a farm in PA. We get our raw milk, raw cheese, yogurt, cheddar, um, all like the dairy that yeah. I, that's from the farm. We don't get it from stores because I actually feel like my stomach reacts so poorly to it. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that pasteurization process, the pasteurization, the homogenization, it separates the proteins. It gets rid of all the enzymes that your body actually needs to digest dairy. So no wonder why people are like, Oh, well, I can't have dairy or I get, you know, it upsets my stomach wow. because it doesn't have what it needs in it. They stripped it away. 
It stripped everything away. My husband's been lactose intolerant his whole freaking life. He drinks a full glass of raw milk with zero issues. Wow. He had to, he had to like ease his way into that because when he first tried it, he had diarrhea. (laughs) He got like very excited. He was like, this milk is so good. Oh my God. (laughs) He drank a full glass and was like, okay, probably shouldn't have done that. Just, yeah. 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 And I was like, okay, take it easy, bro. Like slow down. Yeah. And then now he's built his way up. It was like a week later and he was able to, he doesn't have not have a single issue, but think about it. Like they, you know, they make it out to be the worst thing. You Aren't you going to get sick from that? Oh my goodness. There's been like it's one illegal. Past 75 years of someone getting sick. You actually have more likely of a chance to get sick from pasteurized milk than you do raw milk. Which isn't is, that it's bizarre. It's so bizarre what they want us to believe. And it, the amount of nutrients and protein that's in it. I, I will tell my kids, like, if you want to have cereal, you have to have it with the milk. Like, obviously, like have a raw milk. You have to drink all the rest of the milk. So they get their protein content from there. Because I'm always trying to make sure, you know, they're having that balance of protein and carbs, like in their meals. Um, but in, as far as like upper respiratory and people that are more um, prone to being asthmatic, Mm-hmm. It's really good for them as well, too. Wow. Yeah. So you just have to do your research and figure I out where to get it. I, mm-hmm. I I saw people actually on our like small community page asking about that on Facebook the other day. And someone is like, make sure you don't tag the farm because they could get in big trouble. Like, really? There are some things that are going on that people should get in big trouble for. And it's not selling raw milk. Yep. But gosh, that's how badly they want to keep it away from you. Yeah. So I don't know if, um, I don't think they can control from this, but if you go to farmmatch.com, you type in your zip code and they will actually tell you like which co-ops, which farm co-ops are participating like in, you know, in this, like this farm share thing. Yeah. And they have delivery trucks that will come to different locations and you could be like, Oh, there's one of a location that's close to me. I can go pick it up there. Um, I think it's like 35 bucks for the year to have this membership. Um, and you can order whatever you want, you know, however much of it that you want. Um, it's, it's really great for people like me that obviously want to support farms, but I don't really have the means to do so. Sure. Sure. (laughs) I noticed too, you do things like, I know you use Thrive Market. Is that true? I use Misfit. Um, I I want to do Misfits. I've not done that yet. Honestly, it's great. I mean, all Organic produce, organic Mm -hmm. non-GMO produce. Because now you have, I think this is also Bill Gates, where he's bought out like this chemical that he sprays on. It's called a peel. Have you heard of this? I saw. It's like on avocados, right? Yes. Seen it on avocados. It it says a peel. A p p e a l, I believe. Okay. You do not want to buy fruit that has that sticker on it. Like, just stay away from it. Um, It doesn't. It makes it last like forever, right? Like it lasts a long time. It just. mm -hmm. It just all again bioengineered, you know, chemically processed. They don't want any real food, and the big thing is because they want to. And I was. This is. (laughs) My kids are probably like, okay, mom, stop. But I had to go through (laughs) the whole thing with them last night about how big food industry is literally in bed with big pharma. Pharma. Because big food industry is like, okay, you know what? We'll keep making our food this way and keep all these inflammatory oils. Like if you look at the stats of look at people from the 1970s and now look at, you know, 2023, the BMI of people is unbelievable. You don't really find many people that are not obese these days. 
And a lot of that is because of the use of the cheap ass seed oils, the inflammatory oils that are in everything. Sunflower lecithin, canola oil, vegetable oil, palm oil, mm. um, soy lecithin, like all that. Sunflower oil, safflower oil, all that. It's, it's in everything. It's in everything. Yeah. But that's why people have all these chronic issues, chronic inflammation. They have chronic like uh, ulcerative colitis, IBS, Crohn's, like all these digestive issues is coming from so much of how they're making their foods. But the big food industry does this on purpose so that big pharma is constantly having their pockets filled. So they keep people sick. They keep people going back to the doctor. Um, like Western medicine looks at our bodies as inherently sick. They look at them as broken instead of being like, you know, prescribing pharmaceuticals instead of being like, okay, well, what tools can we give you to help your body do what it's naturally meant to do, which is to heal. Like they also don't look at our bodies as a whole. They look at the one piece like, oh, you're having this issue. Let me give you this medicine to when it really, oh, no, it's all about it's it's because of your gut. You have gut issues and that's why you're having, you know, this symptom. But instead, let's give you this medicine to treat this thing uh, that probably comes with 20 other side effects um, that then you're coming back to the doctor to get a medicine for. Like it's it's just I mean. It's just it's so, maddening. it really is. And you know, it was obviously for me, it was 2020 that made me realize like, oh, oh, okay. None of this makes sense. None of it makes sense at all. Um, my friend sent me this the other day and um, it says, and again, it's from Instagram, but whatever. It was like a, a wow for me. It said, so let me get this right. The Amish community rejects big pharma, Western medicine um, and the CDC uh, deny the hokey pokey, if you know what that means. Um, don't don't believe in fast food, believe in hard work, connect with the land, grow their own food, make their own food, um, sync their circadian rhythm, don't use electronics, don't drink city water, believe in God, and they are the healthiest in the nation. And then it connects to an article, um, July 9th, 2023, that says new study finds zero Amish children diagnosed with cancer, diabetes, or autism. Like, is that wild? It says these chronic conditions, which many vaccinated children and swaths of Americans suffer from, including autoimmune, heart disease, diabetes, asthma, ADHD, arthritis, cancer, and autism, right? The main difference the study revealed is that Amish communities completely ignored the guidelines of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Like, wow. And then it's doing it right all along. All along. Yet, despite rejecting all modern medicine and pharmaceutical drugs that the rest of the American people have access to, the Amish are among the healthiest in the nation. I mean, you can't argue with that. You really can't, though. <clears throat> you really can't. And you you, t- you touched on something. Um, oh, my gosh. What did you just say towards the end of that? Is it the why? Um, Let me get it back out. Uh, why? Rejecting. Oh. Um, I thought there was something I was literally just, just thinking of with that. With the kids, like, honestly, their immune systems just, I mean, uh, my kids actually had a lot of issues when they were younger with like getting ear infections and with uh, constipation, like really bad, just gut issues. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, you know, some people feel differently about certain things, obviously with like vaccine schedule, but I don't think people can deny the fact that like we went from yeah. we younger, like a list this size to a list to this now size. 72, 78. Ugh. Yeah. There's a reason why there's so many more illnesses. You've got to just, it's almost like, it's just so obvious that I feel like you can't kind of deny it. Yeah. Um, 
And I know that that's a reason why I had a lot of the issues that like my kids had when they were younger. Um, it wasn't like crazy, but I, there were ways that I was able to start like kind of detoxing them and weaning them off. Like even to this day, I will still do like detox bath with them, like at least minimum once a month where I'll put like baking soda, bentonite clay, um, Epsom salt in a bath and I'll yeah. just chill. Wow. What do you think about like TRS spray? Is that something so, you ever use? I was using TRS for a while, but the thing with that is you really, just like if, if we're going to do like a parasite cleanse or some type of like a detox, a parasite detox, like, you know, those are like really heavy stuff. Yeah. Number one, you have to be able to, you have to make sure that your lymph is like able is, is open. Like you need to make sure that all your lymph spots where they can drain are open. Otherwise you're going to have backup. That's like almost like trying to drain out a sewer and like the sewer is like clogged up. You're going to have like all this sepsis, like, you know, backed up in your body. Mm-hmm. So with that, I mean, I, I did used to, I used to use it and I stopped because I started to, I started to do more research mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, if this is crossing like the blood brain barrier, you know, zeolite spray is technically like, you know, a heavy metal as well. Right. But the whole point of it was to bind to other heavy metals in a way where it was these not like nanoparticles where it was small enough to cross the blood brain barrier. But then I'm thinking to myself, well, like if it crossed the blood brain barrier, is it staying there? Is it going back? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, is it going back through the system? I think the TRS is way more effective if you had a recent vaccination, not right. something from like, you know, like my daughter had one last one she had when she was five. Right. I wouldn't do it now. I right. would do more like, I would do things to support their liver. I would do things to um, like the natural, like detox things you can do. Like I mentioned before, like with the bath, um, putting chlorella in their smoothies and spirulina. Those are really great for binding to heavy metals. Um, I also try to sneak in, I'll ask them to drink, uh, not drink, but like eat applesauce and I pour beef liver capsules in there um, just so they're getting a ton of extra, those like micro minerals, um, nutrients, uh, there's another, um, product called Taksumi Supreme. I don't know if you follow Dr. Charlie's podcast. Uh, it's red pill, your health cast, red pill, your health podcast. Okay. Um, and I actually bought that specifically for my husband when like the apocalypse came like last month when it was like, everything's orange from the, uh, Canadian, oh my gosh, the Canadian wildfire quote unquote, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like things where there was like, everybody was like, okay, are these like, um, toxic chemicals in the air, you know, what are we breathing in? Um, you can even open up those capsules and you could Mm. drink those as well. Um, there are different ways that you can help your body to, you know, bind to those heavy metals. And there, there are other things too, that like, I probably haven't dove into just yet. Yeah. The vaccine schedule just started to, you know, be a bit much. So I know. So what do you, okay. Because this can seem like so overwhelming to people, right? Like if you're somebody who's never looked into any of this stuff and you're just, your eyes are starting to open and you're like, oh my gosh, like I've done everything wrong. You know, I feel like you could really spiral thinking like, oh my gosh, like there's no coming back from this. I've made all these bad choices. Like where can people start one to, to get knowledge, but to like, where can they start in their own home as far as making swaps? So I personally, um, I mean, my sister is the one that I will say like red pilled me, but my sister is the one that red pilled me with, um, vaccine schedule, you know, with just really opening up to a lot of stuff. I mean, I'm even talking like Hollywood, 
pedophilia, all, all that, all that good stuff, you know, that just, all those conspiracy theories yeah, that are turning out to be true. <laughs> I, I wear a tinfoil hat very proudly. <laughs> um, back in 2000, it was like 2019, I think was like when I really started to wake up to so much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stopped with, you know, with the making a lot of different choices. I started making a lot more choices, different choices with my kids before that. Um, but I think what the, the biggest thing is, it sounds crazy, but Instagram has been really helpful. Like there are so many incredible educators that then I have found podcasts from that with, mm-hmm. and I, you don't want to say like, I'm like, oh, they have doctors on there. Cause I really don't even, I don't trust doctors, right. but naturopaths, functional, um, functional, like holistic practitioners, like people that have gone through it. Yeah. And they've come out on the other side from doing their own research, like this being in that sticky, icky mud, like not knowing like what's right, what's wrong, that um, that phase of that's called cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. where you're like, just you're almost like unlearning all these things that you thought to be true for so many years. And you're like, what is real life anymore? <laughs> like, What is going on? That whole part of like, this is so overwhelming. Where do I start? I don't know what to do. So yeah. a lot of these things that I've learned over the years, I've actually put into a notes folder in my phone where I've saved so many articles and facts and studies and things on vaccines, flu vaccine, the, the flu shot, like just all different things that I just wanted to dig apart for myself. Mm-hmm. So if someone does come to me and they're like, hey, do you know anything about this, this or this? I'm like, I'll send you what I have. And this is where I made my decisions from. Like, these are some of the places that I was able to like, you know, just make an educated. And also as mom, you have to trust your gut as hard as it is. You have to trust your gut because there is no one else that knows your child more than you. There's not one person on this planet that is more connected to your child than you. So if you feel like something's off, if you feel like something's not right, you have to lean into that as uncomfortable as it is and start to dig yourself. Um, As far as like swaps are concerned, when it comes to like protein and carbs and fat, you know, like obviously we can use those words, but with our kids, it's a little bit harder. So I like to use words like always food or sometimes food. Hmm. Do you have an always food for breakfast or did you have only sometimes foods? Like, and then they know like, okay, like, my son before literally had leftover. Um, we had a, a block party the other night. He ate like some type of candy for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you can eat more of an always food. And to think that, you know, it's going to give you some good energy, right? It's probably going to help you be happier. It's going to put you in a better mood. Mm-hmm. And we always want to make sure we're getting stronger. Like, you know, we don't use the fat word in my house. Yeah. Um, we use, and I'm, I know you do this too with Asher. Like we use things like strong and, yeah. you know, courageous and super smart. And like, my kids do CrossFit. My kids are in uh, a CrossFit kids class and they, it's funny because my daughter now like goes into like her gym class or whatever. And they like, so par- apparently learned how to do something with weights towards the end of the year. And my daughter was like, said to this boy, like, what's your back squat PR? And he was like, <laughs> he was like, what are you talking about? She's like back squat. I love that. personal record. <laughs> like, And these boys are like, what? Like McKenna knows how to back squat. And like, she like won second place in their competition. And like, it's just such a, it's a big boost for them. So because I say to them, like, you know, you guys have, you're in sports, you do CrossFit, like you do all these things. You are an athlete. You need to treat your body as an athlete. You need to treat your body with respect and you have to honor it. 
if you're, you know, going to put garbage stuff inside of it, you're always, you, you, you only want to have like, you know, these sometimes foods that really aren't adding anything to you. How are you going to be able to perform? Your body's going to be starving for these nutrients that it needs. Um, not going to, not going to lie. They get annoyed with me sometimes because I like, can't help myself, you know, reading a package of gum, like what the ingredients are in gum. <laughs> I'm like, why is there yellow five? Yellow six package of gum. Um, I know. I know. Asher does really respond to that. Even as a 10-year-old, he responds to like, well, that that will make you strong. Like, we need to make sure you're getting adequate protein. You know, like he does. Like, and sadly, whether maybe it's not sad. I don't know. I've I've been on just such a roller coaster with food in my body and eating disorder and all of that. But he has learned so much from that. And he does see me be very conscious of what is on my plate. He probably to a fault. Um, but he he kind of does notice the difference between the way mommy eats and the way daddy eats. And he will ask questions, you know, like, well, why don't you why won't you have some of that? Or why do you have that instead of this? And he 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 cares. And just like today, he goes, did you put that salt in my water? He had basketball cam today. I'm like, yeah, but I got you. I got that salt in your water. You're good. Um, so, you know, little, little minds, they are, they are listening and they're watching. Um, they pay attention to what you're doing. So just trying to be an example, you know, for your kids is, is a huge part of it. Absolutely. And a lot of the, I mean, a lot of kids these days, there's a rise in, ADHD and, you know, that hyperactivity, a lot of that can be, I I won't say like cured, it can be, but it can be decreased by just looking at what your children are eating. The amount of artificial dyes and colorings and flavoring. and, And again, like a lot of those inflammatory seed oils, they attribute to so much of that hyperactivity in children and the inability to focus and their behaviors And if doctors would stop prescribing such like long-term stimulants for such, instead of being like, Hey, what are they eating? Just monitor it. Not saying like they don't have to give it to them, but at least ask them questions about their diet. Yeah. You know, um, putting salt in their water. There's also LMNTs that, that it's another electrolyte drink or relight. That's what I use. Yeah. Yeah, That's another great one. Mm -hmm. We can give those to kids instead of being like, oh, just because the prime drink or because the Gatorades are popular doesn't mean, you know, you have to have those. We can encourage them to have other other things. Exactly. Um, The other swaps, like having just even chips in general, it's hard to find a chip that doesn't have like safflower or sunflower oil in them. If you are, if they are going to have it, like I always say, like, moderation. If you had a sometimes food, make sure you pair it with an always food. I love that. Have a piece of fruit with it. Or, you know, if mommy's going to have, I always make leftover. um, If I'm making any type of protein, I make a ton of it so that there's more to grab the next day. Right. Like the the beginning of every single week, I'll make like either several beef patties, whether they're venison or we get our beef from a cow upstate. Um, I'll make a whole bunch of patties that, you know, it, whenever they want, they can just add it to a bun and eat like a hamburger and gra- grab it and go. I think protein prep is a huge life hack, honestly, because I think sure. when you have your protein prepped, that saves you yeah. <laughs> because I come home from the gym starving. And if I had to cook a chicken breast rather than grab one out of the fridge and heat it up, I mean, I would be just ravenously eating like, you know, whatever I could find. Yeah. Whatever, whatever quick carb is right in front of me, that's what I would be putting in my mouth. So I think that's for me. I don't do 
I don't do like quote unquote meal prep, but I do protein prep Same. every single week, ground beef and chicken always and turkey yeah. bacon. Um, those are like my staples that I always have ready. Um, because you can, boiled eggs are easy too. Yes. Just have those, just have those ready. Stick them in the fridge. Thing and I think is really yummy. And we've kind of, we make like a bunch of different versions of this is I'll throw like six chicken breasts into an instant pot. Mm-hmm. Instant pot is a, just a, such a game changer because it could just be done, you know, 15, Quick. 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. So I'll shred it up, but I'll keep it plain. Right. I'll like separate it into maybe like three different like uh, uh containers yep and i'll make one like mexican style so i'll add like uh diced tomato like there's a can where you can get diced tomato green chili so i'll add that to it with like cumin chili powder garlic salt pepper onion powder mm-hmm. the next one i'll do like those little um like diced mozzarella balls with uh diced regular like cherry tomato basil um, you know, and it's kind yeah, of has you know, like an Italian, Italian style. Okay. Another yeah. one could be like Greek where it's like feta, olives, what um, a great red idea. onion. So you have like different types. So if I don't feel like having Mexican again, mm-hmm. you know, I'll go more of the Greek style and then you could either add a pita to it. You could scoop up the Mexican one with tortilla chips. So smart. So they like to have those kind of ideas too, just like to, you know, just different because they get bored. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's so great. That's, That's a great idea. One. Um, and then also, I mean, obviously, you know, I make sourdough and with, when it comes with the sourdough bread, that's another great, if you can buy sourdough bread in a store, it really, honestly, it's hard to find it just say flour and salt and water because that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so good on your digestive tract. So that's like the only bread we'll use now. But if you are going to buy bread in a store, if you're getting sprouted grain, that's the type of, of bread that you want to get because it's already gone through that fermentation process, which means your body's going to have an easier like time digesting it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to have all that like bleached enriched flour, which is just void of nutrients. That's all that really means. Hmm. That So would that be like Ezekiel? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And if you notice, Ezekiel bread usually has to be refrigerated. Always or else in the freezer. Or like fridge. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other loaves of bread, they could be on the shelf for like two weeks. And it's like. Which oh. is not a good thing. Yes. friendly. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. So this is also wonderful. There's one thing that you um, always share that I'm always so intrigued by. And I want you to tell us about that. So you do this like adrenal cocktail thing yes. in the morning. And so I've heard over and over and over again, don't drink coffee on an empty stomach. And I, everyone I know, including myself drinks coffee on an empty stomach. (laughs) I did start where I'll put, so I have creatine and salt in my water every morning. And so I've started where I fill that up first and I do make myself drink some before I'll go get my coffee, but that's as far as I've gotten. And I know that there are good reasons to be better about that. So share that with me. So I feel like I should have even mentioned this before, but I feel like I was like ping ponging all over the place. That's okay. That's what we Um, do here. I know. So (laughs) when I first, this is another thing. Okay. This, I should have really honestly mentioned back when I was talking about being a really just undernourished mineral depleted, you know, new mom living off of caffeine. When you first wake up in the morning, your cortisol is usually at its highest. So the first thing you want to do, I mean, you've heard of stress hormone. If yes. anyone doesn't know what cortisol yes. is. Yes, cortisol yeah. is your stress hormone, which isn't a bad thing. Like cortisol is not a bad thing. It's actually- It happens when you work out. out. Yeah. It's there mm-hmm. for a reason and it serves a purpose. Mm-hmm. However, when your body is constantly pumping out a stress hormone all the time and you're really you're like stress hormones there because you're, it's, it's meant for your body 
if you're being chased after a bear, you know what I mean? Right. Like your body's right. got to have this response. Right. But if you're constantly, your body constantly thinks that a bear is chasing after you, all of a sudden your adrenal glands are pumping out the cortisol. They're going to become so exhausted that they burn out. And then that affects your hormones that then affects your heart, your thyroid. And then all of a sudden you're like, what's wrong with me? My thyroid's not working. You go that's to what they call your- adrenal fatigue. Is adrenal that fatigue. Yeah. That's what's called adrenal fatigue. So the first thing in the morning, when you wake up, you want to nourish your adrenals and you can do this by doing something like an adrenal cocktail. Mm-hmm. So I do two ounces of organic orange juice, two ounces of coconut water, both of them, they should be organic, um, not from concentrate because, you know, when you get something from concentrate, it's really going to be sugar. Um, right. If I was like super amazing and had my life together, I'd be like, you know, juicing my own oranges every sure. morning. But do you know, it takes like freaking 16 oranges. A lot. This much it does, it's a lot. Okay. So you know, what's a really good brand. Maybe you have it by you. It's called Uncle Matt's. Uncle Matt's, Uncle Matt's okay. is like flash pasteurized, I believe it says orange juice. Okay. Um, the only ingredient is orange. Yeah. It's a great brand. Actually, my okay. friend's uncle lives down in Florida that owns it. It's kind of funny. Oh, nice. Um, he's Uncle Matt. Yeah, he's Uncle Matt. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I know. Um, so I do two ounces of OJ, two ounces of coconut water, and then I will do a pinch of salt. Now, the salt is not like your typical like diner, you know, iodized salt. You right. need to get quality salt that actually, these are your minerals that you're actually putting into this. So I use Icelandic sea salt, which I love the brand Crucial 4. Crucial Mm -hmm. 4 makes an amazing whole slew of product. Their brand is just amazing. Um, The man that's developed all these, you know, things are are just great, really reputably sourced and clean Um, or Celtic sea salt. Okay. So Icelandic or Celtic sea salt are very, very high quality, like high mineral content when you're putting that in there. So what this doing is the sodium, you have sodium from the salt, you have potassium, a lot of potassium from coconut water. Um, Sodium and potassium together are your electrolytes. And then you have vitamin C from your orange juice and the vitamin C at the same time as well. It's all nourishing your adrenal glands. It's supporting and nourishing instead of depleting and making it pump out more cortisol. Right. Um, The other thing you can add to that too, let's say, um, I mean, this is going into the next level, but I recently had an HTMA test done, which is a hair tissue mineral analysis Mm -hmm. where, you know, you take a little tiny piece of your hair, obviously like underneath, it's like tucked away, um, but you send it away to a lab and they will tell you where your mineral status is. And this is really helpful because a lot of times women can think that something's wrong with their thyroid or they think that like, you know, they can't lose weight. They don't understand what's going on, all these issues and their blood work will come back fine. Their thyroid will come back, thyroid will come back fine, but it's not telling what's going on in the cell and what's happening in, on a cellular level is where your minerals are. Your minerals are like the spark plugs to your body. They literally dictate everything. The minerals are off. So many things are going to be off. So if you start off your day having something like an adrenal cocktail where you're nourishing, like the, I keep saying that word, but that's literally what our body is craving, craving sure. because we live in a world where we're so overfed and undernourished. Mm. So it's just, it's just something that we have to focus on so much more. Our soil is so much more depleted than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Just food is just not what it used to be. So I saw, I saw this better. picture on like Instagram or something and it showed like, how much spinach you had to eat in like, say like 1940 to get Mm -hmm. like the same amount of nutrients that you get with this like 
I mean, this overflowing giant bowl of spinach that most people could never eat in, you know, three weeks. Um, so the, 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 the nutrient content of our food is just nothing in comparison to what it used to be. It's, it's wild people and people have no idea. They have no clue. And something else that you can add to it to, if you want. So this is what I was going to say with the HTMA test. I found out that my sodium and potassium is super low and that is a direct, that's directly related to stress. Mm. So if people have chronic stress, the first minerals that are going to be depleted is your sodium and potassium. And in order to actually absorb and utilize magnesium in the body, you need sodium and potassium that actually helps to open up the cells to usher in the magnesium. So me, I actually add in cream of tartar to my magnesium, to my adrenal cocktail in the morning, Mm -hmm. because that's another load of potassium in there. Um, so that's like another little hack. If people know that they're very low in potassium and they need to add more of that in there, you could add cream of tartar. It just makes it like frothy. It doesn't add any sure. taste to it. Um, and you can also add in magnesium. I add magnesium bicarbonate into mine. Okay. Like, nice. So that's well. like, what a better way to start off your day. Like that's such a smart then, way to start. Your day. And then moving right along into like a balanced breakfast with protein and carb. Oh, so you're telling me I got to have the adrenal cocktail and then I got to eat breakfast. And then no wonder, no wonder you got on this co- podcast at noon drinking your first cup of coffee for the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's very helpful. I think, I guess that we'll, and we'll wrap this up, but I think to me, so I, I hate to like say a negative thing, but what I, so what I feel when I'm listening and so what I'm guessing a lot of people feel is overwhelmed, like Oh no, I would have never known that I shouldn't, you know, that I should have that thing before I drink my coffee or that I should add cream of tartar to my, like, it seems like so much to know. So I think the, the important thing is just to, you know, better, you do better, learn, commit to learning every day, just do the next right thing, right? You're not going to make a complete, um, no. overhaul overnight. You yeah. have been on a journey of it's learning years, years, right? Years follow, years. follow the right people on Instagram. I know it does sound crazy. Like if my husband heard me say like, Oh, I learned it on Instagram. He doesn't, he's not on any social media, so he doesn't, understand. but there really is a lot. I learned so much. Yep. If you follow quality, you know, Ask some questions when you're following people and really try to weed out the people that aren't, you know, good, but there's so much information available to you. Um, I would definitely encourage people to follow you. What is is it at Liz Garvey or what is your Instagram? Uh, Yeah, it's at, uh, it's underscore Liz Garvey underscore. I think I'll look it up and I'll I'll put it in the show notes, but um, you share so much information. Go ahead. I would hope, I would hope that my biggest like hope is to not ever, like if someone ever messages me and they're like, Hey, tell me more about, you know, what you just explained or something. I will literally sit and take the time to be like, this is what I learned because this is what, what my, like, this is what my pain point used to be. Like everybody has a pain point that makes them have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to be at, at a, at a point where they're just so disgusted with where they are and they have to draw that line in the sand Mm -hmm. and never think, Oh, I messed up. Like I, or I fell off the rails. I have to start back over again. No, just pick back up and keep going. Like just pick back up one foot in front of the other. If you know that like your coffee is not, you know, giving you energy in the morning, 
start nourishing first. It's going to, everything is going to feel uncomfortable and weird in the beginning, mm-hmm. but you got to do, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Once you've mastered that, you've mastered the whole, like nourishing your adrenals before you eat a balanced breakfast. And then you have your caffeine, then move on to maybe doing like lymphatic massage in the morning. Like that's something else I try to do. Like it takes six minutes out of my morning, like things that are going to keep the rest of your body functioning and responding well to each other. My biggest goal right now as a female, as a mom, that's, you know, almost 40. I want my hormones to be at balanced. I want my, I want to poop every day, multiple yep. times a day. Yep. Um, I don't want to have brain fog. I want to have energy. Like that's my, that's my main goal right now. So right. I'm going to just keep putting my foot and fo- put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. in order to try to achieve those things on a daily basis. I think that's actually a great place to, to end. I love the idea of just like, we, sometimes we we're supposed to, um, end with a call to action. We always forget. Um, but I think that, um, identifying, say you identify three pain points in your life. Like what are you, are you not sleeping? Start there. Is your digestive health off? Start there. Like, you know, three things that you're struggling with and then just start to dig into those things. Because once you, you start to heal those things, then you're going to be like, Oh, look what I did. Let me look into this or let me look into this, or you're going to be helping other people and you're going to be learning through that. So I think just, you know, start with a couple of things that you're struggling with and just go from there. I agree. I love it. That's perfect. Well, you're the best. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Even when the dog had diarrhea. Oh I mean, uh, they just came, they left me a sticky note. They just left me a sticky note and said it's dripping. So oh. I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. Okay. Well, the life of a mom. Uh, thank you so much for being here. And thank you um, for having me. Every, yes. Everyone follow Liz Garby. Um, I will put her Instagram handle in the show notes and you can learn so much truly. I appreciate you. Have have a wonderful rest of your week. All right, everybody. Happy Monday. Okay. That's a wrap on another episode of activate. Stay up to date by following Steph underscore view and Kristen Lee Ballard on Instagram. Please share this episode and rate and review us today on iTunes. Thanks for being here. We love y'all. Later.